Let's talk about that speech with Claire and Rachel. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Let's Talk About Speech podcast. I'm Rachel. And I'm Claire. And we're back for another episode, the first episode in 2022. We took a little bit of a break and we're back. So our last episode, we had a really special guest on. So if you haven't had a second to take a listen to that, stop, go listen, and then come back. That seems like forever ago. I know. <laughs> Excuse me. I feel like winter break always seems like that though. Like everyone's like, oh, it's, it's just a new year, but it yeah. really is a new year. Like it feels, I don't know, feels different. Yeah. Um, so we wanted to give you guys a little bit of our goals and kind of what we're looking forward to in 2022. And then also kind of do a recap just on the podcast and maybe on some of our favorite shows. Um, it's going to be a whole hodgepodge of info guys. And we're hopefully maybe going to put some teasers out there for stuff we want to do in the future for this year for podcast episodes. Um, so I want to reflect first, first, we're going to reflect back to 2021. So on some of the goals that we set for ourselves, we were talking about this and I am just going a little crazy. I was like, I can't totally remember. I only remember two of my goals, which tells you a lot. Um, <laughs> but there are two that I, I think I stuck to. Um, the first was to stop or not to completely stop, but to decrease saying, I'm sorry. I say, I'm sorry for everything. Like even when I'm not, or shouldn't be sorry. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think about that a lot and I wrote it down and I think just even knowing it and recognizing it was huge for me because as soon as I made it a goal, I started to recognize how much I really do say it. Mm -hmm. And I would think to myself, like even when typing emails, I would write it and I'd be like, okay, that's dumb. I'm not sorry. And I would, delete yeah. it. so that was like little things I did. And I've definitely noticed a huge thing there. Um, and then my other, my other was books, but that didn't go super as planned. But then the other one that Rachel reminded me of was less screen time, which I definitely think I've gotten better about, but I still think there's strides to make. Um, I think we all went into 2021 thinking it would be different than 2020 and it really wasn't. So I yeah. feel like <laughs> I, I still had a lot of time to be on the screen. And, yeah. um, one thing I'm actually doing this year that my fiance and I did was we got like a digital alarm clock. So we put that in our room instead of our phones, because I think a big thing for me is like scrolling my phone before I go to bed. And when I get up and I could like lay there all day long and do it. So, mm -hmm. um, a big thing for us has been to like set the phone out of the room. So then the alarms on the clock, we just leave it there. And we have like at least an hour before bed where we don't look at our phones. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's so smart. Thing. <laughs> yeah. I could really benefit from that because <laughs> I do just a little thing because other you have to like force yourself to do it it's so bad how like how obsessed we are with our phones you know and yeah. you don't even like totally realize it yeah going back to the saying I'm sorry I have like even worse of a habit that when someone says you don't need to be sorry then in response I say sorry it's like <laughs> very 
It's very cringy. Bounce back and forth. I don't know. Yeah. It's so hard to break though. I know what you mean. Because we're people pleasers and we want to like make the other person feel like good, I guess. I don't really totally know. I'm sure, I'm sure a psychologist could psychoanalyze us on why we say we're sorry. Oh God, I don't want to sign up for that. (laughs) Um, yeah. So some of my goals, I know one of mine was, we are really working on saving for a house and moving, which we did in October into a bigger house, which is amazing. We're super happy with that. Um, one of my goals, I don't know, for the past like four or five years has been to further my career in some way. And I just kind of leave it open and vague like that because I never really know what it's going to look like and it's looked different each year. Um, But I'm really proud of the growth that I've made specifically with my private practice over the past year. So that was really exciting. Um, Oh, another goal was, and again, this one was kind of vague, was just to be patient. Um, And to show myself some grace, because I know I can be very um, harsh on myself, kind of going back to the I'm sorry. Um, And, you know, just analyze things to death or overthink things or whatever it may be. So I think I've made strides in that, uh, like you just said, Claire, but I could definitely make um, additional improvements on that. And then Another goal I had was just to make healthier habits. And again, I kind of left that open Um, and I didn't make as much progress with that as I wanted to, but I just got a Peloton. So I saw, I'm so excited. (gasps) Yeah. (laughs) So I am feeling very motivated by that. It's only been a couple of weeks, but um, so that's a goal that I'm kind of rolling over into this year, but I feel pretty good about that. And I feel like that, that is good. Like even the fact, like I said, that you're thinking about these things and you know what you want to do, like it doesn't happen overnight. Mm -hmm. And I feel like these big goals have a lot of mini steps to get there. So Mm -hmm. that's like the first step to a goal, right. Is making all these like mini choices or mini changes to get there. Um, and that goes along with our clients goals too. Yeah. And I know one thing that we were talking about, especially in December, and I think we were all feeling it regardless of if you work with pediatrics or in the adult population or a SNF or elementary school or whatever it may be was burnout. Mm -hmm. And I feel like more and more people are starting to talk about burnout. And I think if you make goals for yourself, like you heard all of mine, mine were pretty vague. Um, I think if you make goals for yourself, it gives you something to truly work towards instead of, well, I just need to stop being so stressed out or I just need to stop doing so much work. So I know one of my goals for this year is um, to embrace balance because I don't always do a really good job with that. And I want to be more intentional with my time, whether it's like hanging out with friends or doing work related stuff or being with family, whatever it may be, I need to be more balanced because I find myself being distracted on my phone, worrying about family when I'm at work and then vice versa when I'm at home, you know, family answering work emails. So that's definitely one of the goals that I have for myself for this year. Yeah. Mine, my biggest one that I 
was just like really thinking about the last couple of days was just to be intentional overall. I feel like I've gotten like, especially with the Instagram platforms that mm-hmm. we've created, not, not really the podcast, but like myself professionally, mm-hmm. I feel like I've just gotten in kind of a rut with it. Like mm-hmm. I was on a high with it for a while. I had all these ideas. I was like pushing along And then I just got like uninspired for Mm -hmm. probably all of fall, to be honest with you. I just was very, I would like go to make something and I'd just be like annoyed. Like I didn't (laughs) want to do it. Um, And I think that's okay. So I think I'm really trying to work on being okay. If something isn't inspiring me, like trying not to put my time into it. That's not intentional. That's not making me happy. That's not filling me up. Um, So same as you, Rachel, I think just Mm -hmm. like, different words, I'm trying to really put a value on my time Mm -hmm. and not force myself to do things that one, I don't want to do. And two, aren't making me feel good. Um, so that can look different, obviously, depending on what you're talking about, but it goes into a lot of pieces of your life, I think. Yeah. And I think sometimes, especially on the Instagram platform, people fall into, myself included the pattern of feeling like you have to post right to post Mm -hmm. and then it feels you know just not authentic and you're not interested in it and then that makes you feel less attached I don't know I feel like we've even recognized with the podcast that if we don't have a great episode or Mm -hmm. something to put forward that you guys would be interested in listening that we're not going to do it right whereas before you know, it felt a little different. And I think that's really important that people start talking about that because which more people definitely are. And I really appreciate that because it's so important and everyone experiences it across their, you know, um, career at some point. Yeah, for sure. Well, so let's do a little, we wanted to make this fun because Rachel and I were thinking about what episode we wanted to do, like for the first of the year to like kick things off. And we were going to do like a revamp on our goals episode. If you haven't listened to our goals episode, it's really great. It's what we did for the first episode of 2021, where Mm -hmm. we started with our goals, but then we went into like specific client goals and what we were targeting with specific disorder areas. And we don't really want to do that. We want to have a little more fun with Mm -hmm. going back and looking at some of the stuff that we've already talked about with you guys, and then projecting some of that into what we want to see in the future with some of our episodes. So, um, we're going to do a little kind of question back and forth, I guess, to like talk about some of our episodes Mm -hmm. and you may have heard some of these, it's going to be similar to our anniversary episode, but that was last year. So these are going to be all new episodes. Yeah. And I feel like some of this is going to spark future ideas because yeah. I definitely already have, um, a couple ideas. So I guess we'll start with, it's also hard too. I had to pull up a list of episodes cause we've just done too. so many. Yeah. I um, did too. So okay. let's start with our favorite. What was your yeah. favorite this year? Oh, favorite is so hard because one thing I love about the podcast in general is I guess I do gravitate towards the interview episodes because Claire, after every single interview, whenever our guests leaves, we're like, oh my gosh, that was so great. I learned so much. So if I had to pick just one. Well, so I bet I know what both of our favorites are going to be. When I say it, you're going to be like, oh, duh, the where to work episodes, those like change the game, I feel like. And I feel like we got such a great response from that. Mm -hmm. And I would love to do something similar. So Mm -hmm. we'll brainstorm that for you guys. But 
the where yeah. to work episodes are great because we ask the same like four or five questions to every different SLP that works in a different population yeah. with a different population in a different area um, of SLP. And it was just so great. And we got really real about like what to expect with income and mm-hmm. compensation. And I think that's really important to talk about. Um, yeah, so- those were, yeah, there so we did a part one and a part two. Yes. I think we had four, four or five in each and there were still other settings and other areas yeah. that we were trying to tap into. We just couldn't find anyone or that was also around when I was having, um, Noah. So we oh, were right. pre-recording those. So we couldn't find someone that like fit within the time frame. So I would love to even do like a part three or four. Yeah. With, I would love to do one with like specialty. Yeah. Like voice ones. or yes. whatever it may be. So yeah, like yeah. Voice people that work in an ENT office in the NICU mm-hmm. in cancer centers with head and neck cancer. Like, I think it would just be so interesting to seek some of those specialties out because they're mm-hmm. not as well known. Um, but I know like some of my grad students, even that's like really what they want to do. Like they're really interested in voice or they're really interested in mm-hmm. something specific. And yes, it's hard to get in something specific, but if you know what your resources are and you know where to look, I think it makes it a lot more or a lot less daunting and mm-hmm. more achievable, I guess. Yeah. So if you All guys right. know anyone, let us know. Yeah. Adding it to the list. We're going <clears> to <throat> manifest that yeah. for this year. Um, okay. The next topic I guess would be speaking of special guests who we like fangirled over the most. Cause I know there were several that we were like, Oh my gosh, is this going to happen? Several. Um, um, I mean, obviously the last episode with Amanda, I oh, love her. She's, I so She's so great. Fantastic. Um, but then I was just looking through these, we had Jenna on again, um, mm-hmm two from the independent clinician and she's awesome. I feel like she was one of our first, yeah. like when we first started, she was one of our first interviews and then she came on again this year and I still fangirled over her. She's just so great. Yeah. Or, you know, Chris Wenger um, on Instagram, the speech dude, Mm -hmm. he is so chill down Mm -hmm. to earth. You can just like chat about anything with him. Did you know his wife is an SLP? Not to get all like (laughs) crazy, but I just realized that the other day, they are such a power couple. I love it. I know. Yeah. So that was definitely a fun one. Yeah. Um, how about, Oh, oh, sorry. No, go for it. (laughs) How about the learn the most episode? That's interesting. Cause I feel like that's probably different than my favorite. I don't know. Yeah. You know, I, I go back to like when I'm feverishly taking notes during an episode, Mm -hmm. the dyslexia one, I've really referenced a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, Ooh, the neurodiversity episode was a good one too. I feel yeah. like, because that came at a time when that word was not new, but like newer to our field. And mm-hmm. we talked a lot about like the importance of it. And Rachel and I researched a lot, the importance mm-hmm. of it and how we as SLPs can bring that into practice because a lot of us weren't. And so I think I learned a lot and implemented a lot that we learned from that episode. Yeah. And I guess what sparked, um, an interest for me to learn more like an episode that I had to put, you know, that under the category, it would definitely be the differential diagnosis with Amy Graham. Cause she's oh, just yeah. so knowledgeable. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And I mean, that episode is only like a half an hour long, but you'll, if you guys take a listen, you'll hear Claire and I start like asking her questions about our specific, <laughs> specific clients. clients. Yeah. We're like, we swear we didn't con you into coming so we could yeah. ask you <laughs> We need to have a second episode with her though. That was, that was a really, really good episode. Yeah. Um, for the next one. So an episode you were surprised by, oh, um, it's hard. I'm, I don't know the episode that I pick, I feel like I could put everything under, but, um, the language episode was literally Hinda. what I was just going to say. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's great. I was thinking the same thing. Yes. Um, if you guys haven't had a chance to take a listen to that episode, go right now. I can tell you it was posted in March of 2021. Um, and Hinda Rubin is the founder of this awesome, uh, program and you can check out her Instagram called Klinguage and she basically implements pottery skills along with language development and it is the most fascinating thing and she's so passionate literally that's what I was yeah. <laughs> so funny yes she's amazing and I think it was just we didn't really know what to expect to be honest mm-hmm. with you because we had seen her on Instagram and we had seen her posts, but we didn't really know a lot of her background and mm-hmm. you know what she really did. And it's such a good episode. You guys clay and language with Hinder Rubin is what it's called. Seriously. Listen to it. It's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Which also goes to show, please read like Hinder reached out to us about mm-hmm. coming on the podcast. Yeah. If you're listening to this and you're like, I have something to share. It's out of the box. No one's mm-hmm. heard of it. Or even if someone has heard of it, there's always someone in our, um, like audience listening yeah. that can benefit from what other people are doing. So make sure you shoot us a message. Definitely. Um, how about, how about the most original or out of the box idea episode? That's going to be Klingwage too. I know. Oh. Well, hold on. Let me think. I, can... <sighs> I don't know. Out of the box episode. I feel like, yeah, I mean, we had, we had the, um, the teletherapy 2.0 episode, which like we yeah. kind of, I guess it was kind of out of the box because it was mm-hmm. a little bit different. Um, Yeah. Um, we did one on favorite SLP products, I guess that's kind of out of the box because there's so many different things that we go over, or we could also say those pack B books, um, from Cass Kim that that we had on. Yes. That was a good one. Those books are amazing. They focus on speech language and, you know, phonological articulation. They're amazing. I purchased a couple and I use them all the time. That was another one I was surprised by too, because Mm -hmm. again, I didn't totally know what her product was. And Mm -hmm. she reached out to us again, just because she wanted to share about what she was doing. I think the episode is called pack B, right? Um, it is called phonological and articulation children's books. Perfect. And that's what that pack B stands for. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, look that one up too, and look up her books. Cause that that's a really good one. Yeah. Um, okay. Episode you would most like to re-record, which I also think we should do this this year. Um, I definitely say our first episode because I feel like so much more has come out that we could really dive into it. I feel like every single time 
I pick up the ASHA leader or it, you know, is mailed to me, there's more and more and more in there about diversity. And mm -hmm. it just makes me so happy that ASHA as a whole is starting to recognize that because that was not the case when we started this podcast in right. 2020. It was very new. Yeah. yeah. I totally agree with that. I think a few of, honestly, a few of our, um, first episodes we could re-record because if you listen to those, we <laughs> sound a lot different now. I'm sure yeah. we're a little, a little more comfortable and in, in our element now, I would say, yeah, um, I but yeah, I agree, Rachel. That'd be a really good one. We can add that to the list too. Yeah. An episode that needs a part two. I'm going to go back to Amy Graham's episode. That one definitely needs a part two because I think yes. we continue to ask her so many things. I also want to bring up baby and toddler sign that yes. we did with Mary is her mm -hmm. name. She's on Instagram, um, as let's sign and grow. And she posts all these videos for parents and for professionals about the importance of babies and toddler sign. And I mm -hmm. think it was so cool because she just had so much knowledge and she's so good at explaining it and the importance of it. And I think that we could definitely dive even deeper into that. Yeah. Um, for a future episode, we would like to record. I was thinking, um, this past weekend, my two-year-old Henry was sick and he's verbal, but he's not like sentence level verbal. So he's like mostly two to three word utterances, sometimes four, maybe five. If it's something he's like really familiar with, like he knows how to ask for a snack, no problem, but <laughs> he was sick. And um, my husband and I were trying to ask him or prompt him, like, is it your stomach that hurts? Is it your teeth that hurt? He's pulling on his ears. And it just made me think that I would love to have some parents on, um, of children that maybe they have an expressive language delay or receptive or maybe apraxia or just get a parent's perspective on what it's like to have um, a child with those deficits and hear real life experiences because I'm an SLP and yes, I work with and treat children that you know have those deficits, but when you're a parent and your child can't communicate that need to you, it like took me back and I do this for a living. So I think it'd be really interesting to hear a parent's perspective on, you know, what they've gone through and what that, what that process has looked for on the parent perspective. Yeah. I love that. Absolutely. And even going along with that, having someone with the mm -hmm. speech deficit or the speech disorder on our show. So like having someone who stutters, mm -hmm. having someone, an autistic individual, having someone with aphasia, like there's, I mean, it's yes. endless, honestly. Um, I know a few of my clients that would probably love to do that. Yeah. <laughs> I have some very eccentric, like fun people that would love to do something like mm -hmm. that. But if you guys know anyone either that is kind of in that world and really advocates for certain populations that you think would be a great candidate for the show, let us know. Cause we'd love to talk to some individuals that are really going through that either caregivers, parents, or the individual themselves. Yeah. My I'm feverishly taking notes, Claire, for all of our episodes. Perfect. Cause I'm feeling very so. inspired. <laughs> I know we too. Um, so kind of going along with that, a future guest, we have a whole list of people that mm -hmm. we 
I guess maybe are too nervous to reach out. (laughs) No, that's, I shouldn't say it like that, but my, I would love to have SLP Steven on here. He's like on at the top of my list because I'm into the whole stuttering realm, but I would love to have him on here at some point. Um, him. And then I would love to have Marie on again. She was on, um, last year and I just love her. I love talking to her. So she's one I would like to have too. I know she's very, um, inspiring and just like really helps you with that and mindfulness and like Mm -hmm. the overall reset. Yes. Uh, cause we can all use that, right. Especially in the beginning of a new year. So much. Maybe I know Marie, if you're listening, coming out with us. Yeah. Um, yeah. So if you guys have any ideas for future episodes, if you want to kind of chime in and share maybe an episode that you learned the most on or your favorite guest or, um, future ideas, please feel free to number one, you can always comment on one of our posts. Number two, shoot us a DM, um, or email us. We always drop all of that information at the end of each of our episodes. So we would love to hear from you. Also, like you heard us already say, if you want to come on the podcast, um, and share a product that you have or a book that you wrote or a therapy idea that you use and, um, find beneficial, please, please, message us. We would love Mm -hmm. to have you on and share everything that everyone is doing because everyone learns and grows, um, and has that capacity too. So we would love to chat with you for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks guys. Happy 2022. Bye. Well, guys, that wraps up this episode. Thank you again so much for joining us. And as always, you can find me, Rachel, on Instagram at supersweetspeech. And if you or anyone you know is in need of speech therapy in Southeast Michigan, feel free to email me at speechissupersweet at gmail.com. And you can also follow the Let's Talk About Speech podcast on both Facebook and Instagram. So make sure you give those a like and a follow. And you can find me, Claire, on Instagram at kindly underscore speech or my Facebook page, Kindly Speech LLC. And if anyone in the Ohio area is in need of speech teletherapy, please contact me, kindlyspeechllc at gmail.com. Rachel and I also have an email for the podcast that you can email us with suggestions, or if you or someone you know wants to be on the podcast, that's let's talk about speech podcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. Bye.